0: In the Pocket, a talk show that showcases Mainers who are people of color. Each episode represents a member of the Maine community from art, culture, and business, the earth, wind, and fire of life. Embracing and exploring the Black diaspora and descendants of American slavery through conversation is the foundational concept of In the Pocket. The overall mission of In the Pocket is to create conversational space for all people of color. That is documented and celebrated through sharing of life experiences. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear it again or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In The Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at In The Pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to In The Pocket. I'm your host, Poe Edwards, and today our special guest is Ramon Jones. I mean, he is the desecchi's man, if I ever met a Desecchi's man. Um, he has many uh, job titles and interests. Um, he works with WEX, uh, Navitor. He's a basketball trainer and coach. Uh, he writes jingles. I mean, you name it, he has probably done it. Uh, but please, Ramon, introduce yourself.
1: Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me, Flo. I appreciate uh, joining this podcast, heard a lot about it. Um, you know, great to kind of introduce myself to you crowd, um, you know, uh, out here in, in Maine and uh, have an opportunity to, to kind of just reach folks and tell my story about, you know, who I am, what I do, what I like to do um, and kind of my theme of life. So people can kind of, you know, soak that in, if you will. Um, as you mentioned, i uh, I'm a father. Uh, I have I have three boys. I love them to death. They're all uh, athletes and and the light of my life. My wife, uh, over 20 years married, and, and uh, everything's good as far as that's concerned. Going doing a little bit of a movement pretty soon, so I'm excited about that. But like you mentioned before, I, I work for Wex. Uh, I do a lot of great work there. Great company. Um, I'm working on a podcast with a buddy of mine, The Human Factors. Um, we haven't started just yet, but we got some pilots going. We got some really cool ideas. We're going to really see a lot more about that coming up soon. Uh, I also do a lot of basketball and training. As I mentioned, my boys are athletes, so I'm in the gym or on the field or uh, you know, at least three or four days out of the week, uh, which is great. It gives me an opportunity to get back. I had an opportunity to play a collegiate and professional sports for a little bit. So I know how impactful those things can be on young adults and just people overall. Um, yeah, I, I write music. I was in a music group for years. I, I travel a little bit to, to do that, gone to Grammys and done all those really cool things and met some really famous people and had some great experiences. And really what it's about is kind of, you hear this mosh product of things that I, I'm into. Um, I like to maximize every day and get the most out of it and you know have some experiences, which is a great thing about what we're doing with Navator as well, which is more of a travel uh, website to help folks you know connect with the guide and go out and do you know, to have an experience and go do a tour or do something you haven't done before or do things you like to do and ask them to show you how to do it better or have a better experience with it. Um, as I'm coming to Asia my boys about the, about the house, this is perfect timing because I'm going through a little bit of a life change with what am I doing next, kind of somewhat empty nesting, if you will. So a little bit of that time I can, I can spend on that and doing a little traveling, um, you know, nationally and internationally. So all these things are all part of my life they're all ingrained They're not just stuff i do they're things i live things i live by um so i'm happy and blessed uh, at my young age i won't say how old i am just yet
0: <laughs> well i won't ask all right yeah that's cool so um i think you're from illinois
1: i am yeah. i originally uh Right outside of Chicago, I was born in Chicago, uh, then I moved, uh, so I was about eight or nine, into the first western suburb named Oak Park, Illinois. Uh, Ray Crockett's from there, Kevin Bacon's from there. Uh, we had Marvin Vincent, Faye Vincent, who's actually the um, Miss Americas from there. a uh, Shumper, who's a professional basketball player. People probably know who he is. He, um, you know, as this quite a bit. We, we it's a, it's a mosh pit of different cultures and diversities that have all come together, and uh, it was a great experience for me. I learned a lot about people, which is a really big backbone to my podcast and what we talk about, and people relating with each other no matter what the issue. And is. sometimes you're agree to disagree, but also just how you interact with folks and things, stereotypes and moving them right on somebody. So that experience growing up was huge for me, because I had people from Africa, India, from Colombia, from all over, uh, from Russia, from, you know, Ukraine, from, you know, you name it. They're all part of that culture and that community. So you had a little more tolerance and understanding. I mean, you're just being people. So Uh, that was great. Of course, I grew up right, you know, during the Gordon era, so that was a lot of fun, which is, shows a lot of my basketball uh, love and interest, in, as well as for football. Walter Payton and the Bears were huge during the '80s, so it was a. I was really lucky, like I feel like very lucky to see these, you know, people who are, of course, celebrities, but also stood for something at the same time. So it was great. as a questionable, like, um, you know. Major and youngster trying to, you know, figure out what I'm doing next and looking at the role models. Awesome to have.
0: That is awesome. And the people you mentioned, especially Michael Jordan, um, his success happened before the internet. So to be a global phenomenon before the internet is, um, takes a lot of skill. So you definitely were looking up at an amazing person there.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it's so funny. We're at that age where we remember what it was like before the internet, um, and it was really different. Uh, last night, it was funny. I just was watching something, and, and uh, one of the Jordan films just came on, and it's probably, looking 1230, o'clock in the morning. Just put myself away from it. Like, that's how ingrained, even though I knew every play, I knew everything that was happening. I just relived it. It was just such a you know, a phenomenon. It's just like you can see that. No one saw anything like that before. Um, so, it, yeah, it is. I was very lucky, you know. Then uh, even more so, moving to Maine, uh, went to play college basketball at the University of Maine. Had some great experiences there. Played a lot of really good teams, traveled the world. It was great. Um, and then, you know, I I met my wife here. I was doing want to go play, coming back. Um, but the point I was getting at was, you know, I had the opportunity to, see one of the greatest football players of all time, you know, you see every one of their games, like you see everything about them. It's one thing when they're big, but when you're the local person, you see even more than what people were. actually seeing and Tom Brady, what he does, what he's done over the last 20 years. It's just been unbelievable. Um, and then, of course, I'm a Buccaneers fan. I'll put that out there. So not just because of the Brady, but before that, a lot of Bears people were. And going, to, going down there, going to Tampa, um, I had some buddies I played with against high school who actually wound up in Tampa that organization. I stuck with this, so I lucked out, you know, the time Brady actually is there now. So that's kind of how that happened. But I've had lucky, I've been pretty lucky to be exposed to a lot of excellence.
0: All right. I can see how that luck will translate into your podcast because you've had all those experiences of dealing with people and relationships.
1: Absolutely, I think you know, support to itself was my at first conduit to relating with other people. Just you never knew what people were coming from, what situations they dealt with, you know, uh, what they're doing in their everyday lives, you know, what their parents or their their kids or you know, family members, their neighborhoods. I mean, there's so many layers of things that affect who and what we are every day, um, and you hope that they give us a better perspective of, of other people not so much to stereotype them but at the same time you, you learn um certain things and, and can people take the time to say okay let me just step back and take this person for who they are i've heard in the past or not, what they think i may or may not do you know who they are at this particular moment and sports really helped me you know learn more like even get a more introspective um, you know relationship with folks um, than just kind of passing by, or maybe someone you might work with or see, you know, out in the street, everyone that a school or something like that. But you know, really ask questions. Learn more about people and, and not be fearful of hearing what they have to say. A lot of times, too, it was really huge of what you may even thought about yourself. Um, and, and dealing with those perceptions and trying to just talk your way through it. And I think that's the biggest thing with podcasts that we really want to do is, you know, Using the name of the human factors, we all have factors that change us and adjust us. How much of a degree does it do so? And do we give ourselves enough chance to to really evaluate something before we put it in a certain place in our brains or in our hearts or in our beliefs or whatever have you? Have we taken enough time to like, you know, research it to learn more about it or just have exposed more exposure to one short exposure? Isn't enough, so I need to have at least ten to twenty different experiences before I can even evaluate the data that I've actually received. You know, um, so that that is really huge. And, and my partner, uh, who's also uh, doing this with me, is going he's going into more of a political realm right now. He's running for office. He's doing some things. He's trying to make a difference as well too um, with kids and in the community uh, that he lives in. And I think what he's going through and his experiences. Learn about people. It's very valuable. Something we'll bring to the content that we'll bring to that show. Um, he's ex-military. He's been all over the world. biracial um, family. Like, you know, really um, have had life experiences that allow for someone to feel comfortable with the conversations that that we're going to have. So I'm really excited about it. Um, not to anticipate what people's responses are going to be. I mean, yes, you do to some extent, but Really not. It's really about us exercising, you know, our experiences and, and hopefully people can join us in like what, of this kind of thing into my own life that can help me be happy, um every day. Um, that's really what it's about, as I mentioned But I'm getting to that point where I gotta be happy every day more than you know, anything else. That that's crucial. We all want those things, health, wealth and happiness. Like if you ask any person if that's what they want, everyone will say it's
0: Agreed. I would definitely say yes to that and in health as well. Um, when you were talking about the podcast, how do you plan on framing it? Are you going to be like looking at current events or past events or looking at movies and then dissecting it from there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we, we're we kind of playing with a lot of different ways to get there. Uh, we, we see a lot of people doing reaction videos and, I mean, mostly everything is reactionary, anyway, right? It's happened in the past. Um, you know, I agree, movies, sports, you know, we really want to take categories um, of things in our lives that people do. We can even take cooking. We could take all these different things that a lot of times people don't realize how much they may celebrate as somebody else. They don't even know it. Um, and, and kind of like love. You know, they put it in this own little box. Oh, so it's just in this situation. But what they're really doing is making it okay to celebrate somebody that may be different from them or do something that they can't do won't do what we're not willing to do. And they admire it in a certain way. So we try to find a lot of those situations, um, taking certain stories. And yes, there are a lot of hot topics, which a lot of people cover. And I think we can't fully get away from it. But I think there's a lot of other stories that um, people may not know about that can get us to where we want to and, the, and the, the, the points that we really would make are more important than actually doing a story that can because a lot of times stories are, they fizzle they're just there for the moment um there are more longer lasting um and pointed themes and certain stories that we want to uncover um and it's been interesting to look through a lot of different content to uh, find some stuff like that and i think uh with our pilots that we're we're doing and uh, right now i think we're test a few things so that probably where we'll ask for some feedback it, how they like it but um yeah i i, I do you know we do want to find pieces of content to give people some context initially that they can work from and then use that as an example to kind of work through the tools that we want to help people communicate you know i was a communication major and a theater minor when i was in school so that was you know that was everything to me um it's what i learned it's what i study is it's it's everything that i do with my wife and my kids with the people in my life like it's proof um to do so and want to share you know some of the things that i'm using and we're using to help us have these relationships and be open and honest about who we are um, and having patience and understanding of other people
0: Oh, so a theater. Well, that's great. Um, a theater minor. Uh, tell me about that. Like, how does that? How are you taking that with you since school?
1: Uh, I've done some movies, some B movies. I've done some commercials. Uh, you know, I've created it, which is also into doing music. Um, I like to write. I love poetry. Um, so I did some hip hop for a while in R and I was in a pretty good group. I opened up for Snoop and. You know, Jada Kiss and just a lot of really good artists. Um
0: What, what was over. the name of your former band that you were in?
1: Uh it was called Ill Natural. Um like lifetime buddies. I was just with one this weekend. We once you know, one's in Florida now works for ESPN. one's uh out here and he runs a couple of businesses out here and another uh she uh, unfortunately just had a, a surgery and she's, she's recuperating very well. We're kind of like a black eyed peas, kind of before, you know, right around they were going. Um, it was a lot of fun. We met a lot of people. We just traveled. We, we learned a lot about ourselves. Again, that's part of those experiences that I talk about, like being in these different realms. Uh, but using my our, our music as a way to kind of create these messages. That, we to create, that was a lot of fun. And that came from, you know, being in theater, like reading scripts. I've written scripts and I have a buddy of mine who's going to school right now. My niece is going to school for, for film and I have these conversations with them about certain types of content. And of course, I have to watch on stuff every so often. I'm pretty critical of stuff, so that's bad. But I enjoy a lot of it, um, you know, but it was a lot of fun, you know, doing movies, doing commercials, doing all that. It's just a, I'm always trying to find a way to express and get messages across and that was one way that I was able to do so. So I did some plays when I was in school. It was really cool. It was, you know, it was different. You know, um, I always thought if I'm going to become a great athlete, like eventually at some point, you know, most athletes turn into actors. And I was kind of looking at it from that perspective as well. But it was it was great for me to develop as a person um, when you go into these different characters and you, you you learn about them and who what they are. It's just a great way to be introspective and to learn a little bit more about people. So that's where I, I take a lot of that with me in my career. Wow,
0: that's great. Um, Il Natural, is that the name of the group?
1: All right. What's that?
0: Was it Il Natural, uh, the name it of the group? Il Natural, you said it right, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, people look at us say Il Natural, but so be it, I'm from Illinois and the rest of my group was from Maine, so we just kind of took the uh, ill and from Illinois and the natural being in Maine and two together and... And then that's kind of what we came up with. It was uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
0: Right on. um I will look up that group. I would love to hear. Were you singing? Were you rapping? Did you play an instrument? uh, but, uh
1: So, a little bit. I, I'm more rapped in that group. I mean, we did a lot of writing and actually, we had a female in our group. Um, she sung. Uh, we did a little background vocal for her, but we just kind of stayed in our lane from that standpoint like a couple instruments I learned actually I had a love for music at a very young age and a little bit of saxophone a little bit of bass guitar a little bit of keyboard a little drums um, and then that's when you know, the whole sports thing came in when I was probably about nine or ten years old I kind of switched over a little bit from there but um, I got a little bit of bass uh, you know, a little bit of uh, basic uh, skill set when it comes to instruments and writing music and a good buddy of mine the Juliar so he's you know, always I saw stuff that's happening out there and I get to all these groups that uh, listen to other artists and their songs and when they're putting out. So I hear some stuff before people hear stuff come out, I'll jump on one of these calls and just hear it and just kind of be a part of the, that experience, which is just, just, was kind of exclusive to an extent, so it keeps me like, feeling that I'm still kind of in the industry, but I haven't really put out anything for a while
0: now. So, well that's good that you've taken kind of a break of putting something out and doing something else Um, it sounds like your friend uses you for market research does he like play you stuff and be like what do you think of this?
1: yeah I mean that happens yeah Um, he'll shoot me something this one o'clock in the morning and you know like I'll check it in the morning or whatever and and, you know he'll, he'll shoot me a little sound bite of it and it's cool I love it because it keeps my brain working it keeps me in tune to what's happening, as I mentioned, I'm working on a little song. He actually got connected with rodney King's daughter, and he asked me to help him write the song. And we're in the process of doing that now. We're in like a kind of second or third version of it, and she loves it. And we're like, okay, we still got another version we still want to get to. So we have that kind of uh, we want it to be perfect kind of thing. um My partner, who I work with uh for the podcast, uh, he's also a DJ by Tree as well too. So I and with Stephanie. We each work with us with other stuff. So, um yeah, where I was looking at old school music and what's new coming out and those conversations that are fun, sometimes that's kind of like "Oh God, you know, some of the old music that we pick out. Um, yeah, it all comes back together. Like, it's, it's, I know it sounds like a theme I've been saying a lot today, but these are all things that contribute and it's, it's part of it's a lifestyle thing. It's not just something that I do, you know, it's really become part of my lifestyle. I live by a lot of the things that I've learned and that, um, you know, using or, or exercising in a way to, you know, get a theme out or get a you What know, type of thing?
0: Right on. Um, you had said something about um, comparing yourself to like the Black Eyed Peas in, in a little bit. And the Black IPs actually started without the Verdi. So yeah. did you, did your group start without a female and then added a female on? Uh,
1: no, um, we all, it's funny because the, uh, she was kind of the first part of the group really because she lived across the street from me. She'd always sing and I'd see her singing. My college roommate who also was uh, really big in, in the in his his business from growing up uh, was actually the original DJ for his the new school which had Charlie Brown and Range and all those guys that was, was part of that group and um so I, I he would come by and just show stuff and share stuff and start us singing. It, like, it just made us think and then literally within a week we had all we're all sitting in a living room and talking to each other and just parted. and and that was Awesome. Although our music really wasn't like Black IPs, I think. You know, there were some messages in there that were similar, but we were really more of the, you know, Black IPs was really more popish and what they were out there. We were just a little more hip hop than, than pop at the time. Um, but the makeup of you know, there was a Filipino in the group, there was a white guy in the group, there's a black guy in the group, there's a girl in the group. So it kind of had a, a very visual you know assimilation if you will
0: I love it it's like the tall salad of America
1: <laughs> yeah yeah again all these situations of how we how I grew up and the people that I'm around it's it's a it's it's true it's a full-on microcosm I have a lot of different types of people in my life and I like it that way I'm, I'm not siloed to one way or the other I'm, I'm open to hear different perspectives whether that's about myself or about other people. Um, it just, you know, it's like getting a full experience. Why wouldn't I? You know, that's my motto to it.
0: I hear that. Um, so is there anything that you would like to talk about that we haven't talked about?
1: Uh, I mean, really... I mean, I'm excited about a few things, actually. I mean, Navator is, is awesome. We're, we're still a few, um, little over a year old um, with the travel app and really getting that out. I'm really, I'm really excited about the direction we're going. Um, it really helped us that they kind of experience it. You know, it it's, it's like it's great when you're wearing somebody knows somebody. And it's like, oh, okay. And you get access to things that you might not have gotten access to or you learn about an area or a culture or a community that you didn't know if you just went on your own because no one would expose you to it uh, I think that's a really next level where travel is going to go and um, I think it's a healing aspect too for the world when you start to let people kind of mix and, and, and immerse themselves and learn things and, and have experiences with each other inner city kids from Chicago can go to outer woods Maine and have an experience and, and actually have a friend, like learn something and like, oh, that was really cool. And that impacts your life. I'm really excited about what the byproduct of the, what that be. Um, and you can go to Navator.com to check out, you know, what we're doing so far. If you're a guide and you like to show people around like your area, you have an expertise if that's history, if that's art, if that's culture, that's music, that's food, whatever it is, sports. We like to show people that type of stuff, we create a free profile on our website. Um, we're actually doing that until the end of the month, so like after May first. Uh, then it's a small, you know, twenty-five dollar fee because so we do all of the marketing for you. We set everything up. And, you know, you got to do is put your in there. We do all the rest. You know, say they want to do something with You show up and give them a great time. Like um, that's going to be awesome. Uh, I, I, I talked a lot about the podcast. I, I'm excited. Human factors come out. We still haven't really created, you know, on the platform. We're still just going through our our, our pilot days because we really want. to see but we got a lot of other stuff in our lives kind of happening right now. So we're just trying to take our time and get that right. But that's the human factors. That's going to be coming out pretty soon. You won't be able to get away from it. We're going to do the YouTube. We're going to do the Instagram. We're going to do all those things at the base stuff where people can find us. And then we'll get a little more orga- organic. From there. Um,
0: all right. Well, um, okay. don't don't mind me interrupting, uh, tell me about a good movie you've seen in the last 12 months. I mean, you know, being pandemic, there must have been some time to like. Binge something, a show. That's man, good.
1: That's a great one. so well, that's a good one. I here's my thing though. I I don't I don't play favorites. I, I you know there's only a few things that I say are my favorite things. there's very few of them.
0: Okay, well things that you like enjoy.
1: Yeah. But um, I've enjoyed a lot of different stuff. I, man, I won't put me on the spot. I wasn't prepared for that.
0: Okay. One. Um, I can throw no, out a movie. I'm,
1: it's a a great question um you know what what i think what i have learned i've actually expanded my palette a little bit more um i've actually looked at like some more international films that i have in the past i've been more of a subtitle you know situation than i normally would I, i i've stopped being a little bit lazy when it came to just watching and listening and things blowing up and i 've actually got a little more into characters and just learning from that standpoint so i've watched uh, uh i watched a, a chinese film i've watched uh some Italian films german films you know um just that was probably i would say was the best thing uh for me and watching because after a while a lot of the stuff that's just kind of just comes to be the same like you like okay I can see where all this is going but to go and look at something in a different kind of subtitle, you see some of their nuances in the, how they communicate, and you know where where how jokes are funny or not funny or what they talk about. I, think I found that more interesting than some of the stuff that I've actually probably seen that most people would say are popular that are out there. Um, I will say that I've actually enjoy the more uh, interest and the more urban and um, you know black culture type. Films, you have seen more of those actually come out lately, which thought uh, has been very interesting. Um, just to see the exposure of that—that's um, some is good, some is bad. I, won't, I, 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 I keep it even when it comes to that. I think uh, that has been great, and, and a lot more historical stuff too, as well has actually been going on in the world. You know, are uh, Some are tough stories to hear, but you know, you got to hear them. And uh, I thought that's been good. So those are the things that I would say. More than just particular one story or whatever I would tell people to go check out, I, what I would say is expand your palette. Try something different, especially, you know, you got all these channels out here. You can't keep watching the same thing all the time. it should actually potentially get boring for you. I know it does for me. So find something in a different culture, a different language. You might learn a little bit about something different language. You know, you may find it something you might want to go, see, go do um, down the road. So that and then also something that's historical here and some, some more of these biographies of, of real life events that actually matter uh, to your everyday life
0: I love it I'm a big fan of documentaries and I just checked out a Nigerian film recently um, in English it's Endurance but I want to say it's poor, but my Nigerian is really rough so um, it was a good movie yeah, about human trafficking if you're into that that's, that's a that's
1: bigger than most people probably want to admit.
0: Oh yeah, unfortunately. it's a 150 like billion dollar industry. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it had like the worst ending in the sense that it was like wow, that shocked me. Like I felt like I'm actually sad now. <laughs> and it's a, it's a good movie. Netflix, check it out. That's um,
1: great when you have movies that move you emotionally, right? I mean, it's easy to watch a, you know, something explode and the superhero and everybody feels good, but there are things that are impactful that may make you feel a little bit different, but they still really actually, you know, do more for you than some of those other. Films. I'm happy to hear you had that experience.
0: Thank you. I always try to seek those out, um, especially in film. Uh, well, I've had such a great time talking to you, Ramon. I hope that the ITP listeners will check out your podcast, uh, check out Navitor, and anything else that is associated with you. Um, once again, thanks again. And what's the plug? How can listeners reach you?
1: Yeah, I'll just be looking out for the human factors. Like I said, it's coming soon. You can do the same thing with Navitor.com.
0: If you like what you've heard and want to hear it again, or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In The Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at In The Pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show.